I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. The pandemic is causing distress to both equity and debt markets globally. But the Indian equity mutual fund investor is behaving differently than the Indian debt fund investor. What is really happening here? This is a special series of Money with Monica in which I decode events and policy around the corona crisis. And I'm also taking your questions. Globally, we know that retail investors sell when markets tank and they buy when there's a bull run. They should actually be doing exactly the opposite for good investment. Now, we're finding that the Indian mutual fund investor into equity is behaving the way that investors should behave, which is they're buying when markets tank. Over the period February to April 2020, we have seen a net inflow into the equity funds in India through the retail route. What does that mean? It means that more investors have put money into the funds than have taken out. The SIP book, the Systematic Investment Plan book, also continues to be steady at around 8,500 crore a month. So we've seen some pauses, but we've not seen a hemorrhage. But the Indian debt fund investor has redeemed a lot big time and has run to the safety of fixed deposits. What is this behavior? Can we call it a quirky Indian investor behavior? Can we put it down to eccentricities of the Indian investor? I don't think so. I think we need to look at the marketplace here. Now, when we look at the marketplace, interesting trends start to emerge. Let's look at the equity part first. The Indian retail investor owns about 90% of the equity assets under management. But when we look at the debt part of the market, the story reverses, especially when you look at things called the money market fund, the overnight fund, 80% of the assets are owned by institutions. These are firms, banks, insurance companies, large corporates. So the skew of owning assets is different. You look at the other debt funds, the other overnight and money market funds, and you see that retail investors have about 40% of the assets under management. Now, this breakup of the marketplace is defining a lot of the regulatory action which makes the marketplace safe or not. Let's look at what's happened in the equity marketplace. And we need to go back a bit in time. Now, after the Harshad Mehta scam, there was need for a marketplace which was safe for retail investors to come in and invest their money into equity. A lot of the focus of subsequent regulators has been to get the rules of the road right for retail investors in equity through the mutual fund route. Starting with M. Damodaran in around 2006, the 6% NFO charge was done away with. This charge was causing distributors to churn investors in and out of funds. 2009, C.B. Pave took away the front load, helping in curbing instances of mis-selling. The current regulator, Ajay Tyagi, has overseen a slew of uh, SEBI actions aimed at bringing order into this market. 
he banned upfronting of trade commissions there was a whole set of regulation on expense ratios there was also the whole effort to put make the funds true to label in terms of scheme uh, categorization and classifications now this has caused a new breed of market intermediaries to develop over the last 15 years called the IFAs and the financial planners now they derive their livelihoods and their uh, clients to doing the right thing by the investor because the rules of the game are such that they benefit if the investor wins the distributor and the fund house both win in equity these professionals have handheld investors educated them and which is why we are seeing the behavior of the equity retail investor very different from what we understand of retail investor behavior now the story in debt changes dramatically because it's an institutional marketplace and there are very thin margins that funds earn on this and there is a whole rush towards assets under management so they are vying for the same business of the corporate and there they go on promising higher returns now we know that debt funds have can give higher returns if they take more risk which means uh playing on interest rate a little harder or putting credit risk which means slightly lower uh, credit rated paper into the funds semi has found it a little difficult to put the regulations down solidly into a market which is not that easy to regulate equity is being far easier to handle than debt because the risk remember in debt is coming from a variety of places it's, it's coming from interest rates it's coming from credit it's coming from liquidity added to this is a problem of the lack of a proper corporate bond market in india and the fact that to hold this thing called credit risk you need credit rating agencies who are telling the buyer of the bonds whether the bond is safe or mildly safe or not safe at all so sebi has actually worked across the board trying to put some order by even asking the credit rating agencies to be responsible for their rating but whatever the action which has happened within sebi there has been the action of the mutual funds in the debt fund space which has caused distrust to build over the past few years they have taken the rules and bent and stretched them out of proportion they have not broken the rule in letter but in spirit it has been badly violated so when these cases go to court sebi usually loses it loses the uh, case against the mutual fund because the letter of the law has not been broken so there's a variety of reasons why the funds have played hard and fast on the debt fund side and not on the equity side because equity remember is largely retail it's sticky assets institutional assets are volatile they move from fund house to fund house looking for that extra 10 basis points of return fund houses have also taken the rules and stretched them for example they have used a slate of hand to classify a long term bond as a short term bond they have indulged in what are called inter scheme transfers they have in the past indulged in what is called dividend stripping they have played with that entire promoter share pledging story a few months back and there has been there have been questions asked on the willingness of funds to stuff lower credit paper into schemes which are not so clearly marked out the evidence on the equity side shows us that once the retail investor trusts the marketplace their behavior begins to be very consistent and rational 
So what we're seeing here in India is really an example of getting the rules of the game right, creating a marketplace that investors can trust, and then allowing free markets to take over. SEBI has to do more in terms of creating better rules of the game for debt markets. Funds have to behave better because if these two things don't happen, then fixed deposits are fine for retail investors. They don't need to come in and take the risk of the debt fund market till they get the rules of the game right. There are also lessons for other regulators in India, IRDA, RBI, to see when you create a marketplace which works, we know that the investors, the retail investors, do the right thing. This crisis is far from over. And the way that markets behave, assets behave, will be things to decode, and I will keep talking about it, and what it means for you and what it means for the broader market. That's all I have today. Do keep writing in to me at moneywithmonica.com. Until next time, do stay healthy and keep your health safe. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.